It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Canty and Blue Plate have smoothed things over. All is well. All is on track for Christopher Canty to get married this weekend. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on ESPN. Plus, ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter hanging out with you, filling in for the guys today so that Canty can go ahead and get married at the end of this week. But those guys have been filling in on Greeny, 10 a.m. to noon if you miss them during the week. You can tweet to us at Amber W Sports, at Droodle. 25. You can also give us a call, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Every time I say your Twitter, Twitter <laughs> handle, I see you smirk because Drew chose this Twitter handle in middle school. Yep. Is yep. it something you had considered before hearing me say it over and over and over and over again? And so like, it just has occurred to you that like maybe I should update that thing. Oh, uh, changing it? Yeah, I've actually had a new one typed out and ready to press fix. And then I realized that I'd lose my blue check. So it's just not worth it. It's, but maybe it is, one day. That is a very scary venture when you, you lose the blue check mark. I, I did it recently when I changed my handle. So I understand the fear. Speaking of blue check marks, let's bring in some help for the conversation as it pertains to the huge breaking news out of the NBA, which is that things are actually not going to change. Apparently for the Brooklyn Nets, apparently Kevin Durant has smoothed things over with Sean Marks and Steve Nash and Joe Sy, and he is staying with the Brooklyn Nets, at least for now. Let's bring in Sarah Kustak. She is on Yes Network, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. When we got this news today, this release, uh, so to speak, from Sean Marks, this statement, it was supposedly a joint statement between him and Kevin Durant. It kind of just seemed like a statement from Sean Marks, where the Brooklyn Nets just kind of said, and he's got four years left on his deal, so he's staying. What was your initial reaction to this news? Were you surprised that this is the end result? I think, uh, first of all, thank you for having me on. Drew, the fact that Twitter was around when you were in middle school (laughs) makes me feel, uh, I don't know how to to take that news. It Uh, took me like the first two hours of the show, Sarah, to digest uh, that information myself. I was was waiting for you to say that you were kidding, and I realized you were just really that young. So I I appreciate it. But uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, to me, I think a lot of us were just – anticipating that there could be a a multitude of scenarios that came out of this. This one, though, to me, was not that surprising, given the fact when you looked at where the trade market was at, you looked at the options, you looked at the caliber of player that Kevin Durant is. um, I, I think in some ways, in terms of championship aspirations and things that he may want to chase in his career, given the way the landscape looked, it coming back to Brooklyn, coming back to Brooklyn with this roster, having obviously there has been a, a number of conversations with Joe and Clara Sy, with Sean Marks and Steve Nash. Um, you know, I think this is one of the options I think many of us thought could come into play. The thing that jumped out to the statement in me was the fact that it appears 
that this is more of a long-term play, a long-term plan. I think there could have been a number of ways that this could have been stated, one of which is that, you know, Kevin is still seeking a trade. We will continue to look for that as the season continues, as we enter the season. Um, You know, and obviously, uh, who would have thought we'd be at this place at this point? So, um, you know, continue to see what will happen. But to me, it, it appears as though there has been discussion and an agreement about this being more of a big picture, long-term plan, given the state of his contract and aligning on the goals of what they all want. Well, Sarah, it seems to us like this could be a pretty awkward situation, right? With Kevin Durant saying he wants to leave. We've heard similar things from Kyrie Irving. Now they're back. As someone who's around the team every day, what do you think the dynamic is going to be in the locker room? You know what? I, I think we've seen so much in the NBA, so much of these players, professionals, um, them showing up to do a job that I, I think throughout the course of the season, I think back to last year and just the many layered complicated aspects that came with that. Uh, you look across the league in different circumstances. I, I think sometimes, you know, it, it's a matter of just showing up and these guys all have great relationships, despite the fact that, you know, some of the reasonings and, and those of which we don't know and those that may be personal to him, I'm not sure if um, it was aired out to ownership and, and to the front office, to the coaching staff, but from Kevin of, you know, some of his dissatisfaction, the reasons that he wanted a trade. I think for many of the players on the roster, he is still very close with, obviously, Kyrie Irving. You look at his relationship. Um, you know, with with a Ben Simmons, with a Seth Curry, uh, with Joe Harris, Patty Mills go down the line. And so I think, you know, in some regard, uh, getting to this point for many of these individuals, they face uncomfortable circumstances, been in those type of positions. And at the end of the day, it's about playing basketball. And the one thing we know about Kevin Durant is that he loves the game, loves to play the game. And so I think, you know, in this circumstance, you hope for the best. But I think if you, you look at the team, you look at the roster, the way it sits out, and at some point if they start to realize, hey, we, we have real title aspirations, we have a potential to be a very good team if we mesh together, if we come together, you would like to think the basketball aspect overrides some of the uncomfortable nature that may have been created throughout the course of this offseason. Sarah Kustock from Yes Network joining us here on Canty and Carlin. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys. So, Sarah, speaking of uncomfortable situations, the situation now with Steve Nash may be uncomfortable because there were those reports that Kevin Durant had basically said it's me or him, and now it appears that they're both uh, that they are both staying. Sean Marks first word of the statement is coach Steve Nash and I. So he makes it very clear they're moving forward with Steve Nash, at least for now. How long do you think that leash is for Steve Nash? Is his seat hot at all? That, that I am uncertain of Amber, but what I will tell you from my time, having watched Steve Nash throughout the course of the last two seasons, um, understanding the challenges that he had to undergo in the first two years as a head coach, we know Steve Nash is a Hall of Fame player, the brilliance of a basketball mind, the reason why an individual like Kevin Durant and others were so excited to play for him and what he would be able to impart upon this group. Um, he's resonated with personality. He's resonated with dealing with a lot of the off-the-court stuff. And, and you can go down the list. I, I think it's been well-documented, everything that, you know, the, of course, the league with COVID, but also Brooklyn Nets in general had dealt with the past two seasons. I think this off-season has given him an opportunity 
to lock in with his coaching staff and be able to hone in on some of the most important aspects of the ways in which he's wanted to improve as a coach, the ways in which he can get better um, in the understanding of that. And so I think I'm really excited to see if there's continuity, if there's consistency, if you know your roster, your personnel, and what you're dealing with coming into this season, um, you know, how we'll be able to see him grow as a coach and the relationships that he has been able to build, not just as a coach on the floor, but also off the floor. And, um, you know, I think the start of the season is going to be really important. I think all eyes from the outside are going to be on this group, but also just how they continue to gel internally. And I think that is that is players. I think that's coaching staff. I think that's the entirety of the organization included. Sarah Kustak, she covers the net for Yes Network. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Coming up next here on Canty and Carlin, from the biggest news in the NBA to today's biggest news from the NFL, it is the training camp whip around. We will do it next here on Canty and Carlin. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. You can watch us on ESPN Plus. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter filling in for the guys today. It is time for us to do a training camp whip around, Drew, where we have some fun with some of the stories coming out of camp this week. We're halfway through the preseason. Things are heating up. And we are only about a week away from the final cut day where we go down to 53. You ready for this? Why can't I hear Drew all of a sudden? Can you hear me? Oh, now can I hear oh, Drew? Oh, the mic was not on. Now We're your back. microphone is on. We are back. Uh, We're microphone back. being on, being a key component hey, of radio. We, do want- <laughs> we made it three plus hours in my first one. It is amazing. This is Drew Carter's first time doing radio, which I mean, makes sense because he was in middle school when he (laughs) came up with his Twitter hat. Because apparently there was Twitter when 
when Drew was in middle school. Yeah, so should be no surprise to anybody. He just got his driver's license. <laughs> yeah. We let him on the radio mm-hmm. and he's doing a spectacular job. Genuinely, <laughs> you are honestly knocking it out of the park <laughs> for somebody who's never done radio before. It is wildly impressive. You have done a bunch of things, though, across all of our platforms here at, at ESPN. You can check them out on ACC Network and on a bunch of calls across a bunch of sports, of course. You can also follow him on Twitter, at Droodle. <laughs> At Droodle 25. At Droodle 25. Maybe that might change by tomorrow's show. I'm back tomorrow, and I might have to change it just so well, I don't get funny. a hard time. About it's it. funny because you came up with that Twitter handle when you were in middle school, but right now you are 25 years old, so it just yeah. seems like you are Droodle 25 because of your age. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, I've actually thought about it like on my 25th birthday. Is that when I retire? Drudel 25 would feel kind of poetic, but we're still rolling with Drudel now. We're we're trying to stick it to the critics who say you can't make it with that stupid Twitter handle. (laughs) You two kids can make it Mm -hmm. with a bad Twitter (laughs) handle. All right. It is time for training camp. Whip around. Matt Eberflus said starters will play in the preseason finale versus Cleveland. He said up to about a half which includes quarterback Justin Fields. Iberflu said starters will get about 25 to 30 plays. First of all, is it insane to have Justin Fields, your starting quarterback, play in the final preseason game? Second of all, what kind of growth do you need to see from Justin Fields this season? Do you expect to see any from Justin Fields this season? Let me start with the second one, Amber. Anything? We like to see Any, anything from any Justin growth? Fields, which sounds harsh to Justin Fields, but it's really not about him. More about the offense, the coaching staff, and the supporting cast he had on that offense, which really was nothing. So we'd like to see anything from Justin Fields in year two. I expect to see it. He was so good in college. Yes, basically playing with men versus boys at Ohio State, but this guy has been a star at every level of his career. I expect to see him grow a lot in year two. That being said... Do we need 25 to 30 plays to see it? Probably not. I'd rather see one drive, maybe none, if I'm a Bears fan. But it could really get some excitement going in the Windy City. So, sure, but let's just try to see anything. Hopefully the offense looks a lot different from last year. Good thing this is a radio show, so the folks at home don't have to see lowlights of the Bears offense last year because it was ugly. Well, we are on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. If you want to tune in and see us, uh, we are, though – not putting you through watching the Bears because that is a rough watch for anybody, and it's going to be a rough watch for anybody this upcoming season. Sorry, Chicago fans. It's just the reality of it. They ripped this team all the way down to the studs, and it's probably the right way to go about things, but I don't expect it to be any prettier this season than it was last season, even if Iberflus is the answer here at head coach. They've got to tear it down before they can make it nice again, and this O-line allowed 50 58 sacks last season. I just don't believe that Justin Fields has the weapons around him or has the protection to get anything done. I don't think he's going to be able to show us that growth that you expect from him coming out of college because I think this Bears team around him is honestly just too bad, and that's an unfortunate situation for him. I just don't have high expectations for Justin Fields, and like you said, it doesn't have so much to do with Fields himself. It just has to do with everything that's going on around him. All right, moving on. Mike Tomlin said that this week and the final preseason game would be significant to determine Who is the starting quarterback there in Pittsburgh? Apparently, it is not a slam dunk that it is Mitchell Trubisky. Things have gotten really interesting up there for the Steelers. Who should be the starter, Drew? 
I go Kenny Pickett. I go the chosen one in the Steel City, the guy who captured the hearts of everyone in Pittsburgh. Every yinzer on the face of the earth loves Kenny Pickett. I think if they go with Trubisky at the slightest crack in that facade that Mitch Trubisky is an above-average starting quarterback, people will have pitchforks in the streets of Pittsburgh. I say rip the Band-Aid, start Kenny Pickett. He's already 24 years old. ACC Player of the Year last year. The city loves him. I say Pickett should start week one because this team member, I know we don't really agree on this, I think the supporting cast is pretty good. They've got stars on defense. I think good pass catchers. The offensive line is a real issue, and if that's why you don't want to start a rookie quarterback, I get it. But to that I would say, when are you going to feel comfortable starting Kenny Pickett because the O-line has been brutal the last two years already and it still isn't fixed. I say go ahead and play the guy. He's mobile anyway. He can run around back there. Kenny Pickett should start week one. Yeah, they they brought in two new vets on that line, spent $41 million on them, spent 36 on a, another player to keep them there, and that line still has looked atrocious so far in training camp and in the preseason. That's a real problem. But it was a bigger problem, frankly, when Big Ben with, uh, was under center yes. because the mobility of Ben Roethlisberger the last few years of his career was nil, Drew. And at least with Pickett and Trubisky – and even Mason Mason Rudolph no. told me never to say his name again. The statute of limitations has not expired on Mason Rudolph. All Please of them are it. more mobile <laughs> yes. than Big Ben was in 2021. I'm not talking about peak Big Ben. I'm talking about 2021 Big Ben. So that's the good news there. I do think because of how brutal the schedule is up front, I think that they go ahead into the season. They start Mitchell Trubisky. They just get that vet under center. They have uh, you know new receivers that they're trying to build chemistry with, trying to, like we said, hopefully get things together on that O-line. I think that you start with the vet, and then I do think that they will transition at some point to pick it. But he has been impressing. The hometown kid has been impressing so far and has certainly made the conversation a more difficult one. Okay, finally here. Commanders Dn Chase Young will miss at least the first four games of the season after being placed on the pup list. Drew, could Ron Rivera be on the hot seat in Washington? Uh, yeah, I think maybe. Uh, you look at the outlook for this team, it's not super bright. Uh, Carson Wentz probably doesn't inspire a whole lot of confidence in Washington right now. Sam Howell, the rookie out of Carolina, might be nipping at his heels at some point this year. Uh, is it fair to Ron Rivera? Probably not. They don't have a whole lot to work with on that commander's roster, I don't think. But the defense should be fairly solid, even without Chase Young. I think the offensive line is pretty good. But with all that being said, the expectations just can't be that high for the commanders. And Ron Rivera probably will end up on the hot seat at some point this year. This coaching staff has stayed intact for three seasons. I mean, in its entirety. And they've only lost one position coach, I think, has departed from the group that remains largely intact. But I just think that this is going to be another difficult season for the commanders, unless Carson Wentz does something that maybe none of us have expected him to do for about five years now, unless he can really turn things around. I just don't have high hopes here, and I'm not really sure that, frankly, it's Ron Rivera's fault, but I could see them needing to just sort of move on and clean house to kind of get anything done that they can to bring in a new era there in Washington. I lied when I said one more. Apparently, there is now one more. Yeah, James, another ready one. For this? Cleanup hitter here, number four. Here's what Miles Garrett said about facing Baker Mayfield in week one. Take a listen to this. I mean, he's my former teammate, but there's no rivalry there between me and him, and there's no rivalry there between you know, the, the Panthers and the Browns. Yes, he was here, but it doesn't mean I have 
an added sense of urgency to, to get to him. I want to I want to play my best and you know, whatever's in the cards, that's that's what's it for for me. But uh, if I can help my team win, if I can put them in the best position to win, I'm gonna do that. And if I can get you know a couple sacks along the way, I'd kind of enjoy that too. So- Kind of enjoy that too. Uh, so we are going to get to see the matchup that we wanted to see, which is Baker Mayfield under center for Carolina when they go up against the Cleveland Browns in week one. Uh, what did you make of that? A little maybe extra motivation there for Miles Garrett and this Cleveland Browns D? Yeah, I think so. How could there not be, right? I mean, I feel like the, the divorce there between Baker and the Browns was not exactly amicable. Uh, it was pretty public that the Browns wanted to move on and that Baker – didn't really, and then he finally escaped and, and got to Carolina. I think extra motivation, no doubt, and we've seen that Miles Garrett can take the intensity up to a different level sometimes. So if I'm Baker Mayfield, I am nervous in the pocket when I take my first snap for the Panthers. Yes, actually being able to hit him, unlike in uh, practice, right? Actually being able to get after Baker Mayfield. I'm sure it will be fun for some of these guys on Cleveland, especially when you consider some of the reports that have come out of that locker room over the last year. So we'll see. But we are all, I think, on the outside looking in, looking more forward to that matchup than if Sam Darnold had been named the starter there. I also wondered, honestly, if that's why they were going to have Sam Darnold start week one, (laughs) was just to kind of get past like that drama. So they don't sacrifice Baker. Baker. Exactly. So they don't sacrifice Baker early because they were concerned but uh but but apparently baker just blew them out of the water in training camp so he will be the starter in carolina for week one coming up next here on canteen carlin with amber wilson and drew carter filling in for the guys tom brady is back for the bucks but that doesn't mean all their concerns are gone we will unpack that this is espn radio yo check this out from canteen and carlin This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and watching us on ESPN+. Plus. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter hanging out with you, filling in for the guys today. And apparently the long national nightmare is over. Tom Brady has returned. We don't know if he ever donned a squirrel costume or whatever else they have going on on the masked singer Drew, but Tom Brady is back. So we can stop with all the conjecture and all the guessing on where Tom Brady was, but that's not the end of the problems for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Before we get into that first, let's hear from the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Todd Bowles on Brady's return. It's great to know he's he's seen everything. You know, the time he spent in the league, he's seen everything. He knows how to get rid of the football. 
he understands what people are trying to do to him. So, you know, I feel comfortable with that. They've tried to blitz him for 20 years, right, Tom? I mean, I'm He's still up. standing. <laughs> He's still standing. I'd feel pretty comfortable as well if it was Tom Brady who was returning to my team if I was the head coach. I frankly wouldn't care at all if Tom Brady had wanted to take the entire preseason off and all of training camp. I think he would have figured it out and been just fine. The problem with the Tampa Bay Bucks team to me, Drew, is the O-line and the O-linemen who continue to go down with injuries. That to me is a bigger problem than where was Tom Brady. I totally agree. The offensive line all of a sudden is in shambles. We're talking about four potential starters who are on the shelf right now. Aaron Stinney, Ali Marpet retired, Ryan Jensen, Tristan Wirfs both injured. Those guys are both pro bowlers. This is a huge problem. It all starts with the offensive line. Tom Brady, as we know, is not the most mobile guy. That's a funny answer from Todd Bowles there. Brady is still going to shred the blitz. He's been doing that for five, ten years. But when you generate pressure with four, that's when they can get in trouble uh, that's what we've seen with Brady really throughout his career. I mean, the only team to beat him in the Super Bowl, the Giants did it by generating pressure with four. Uh, so I- I'm worried about this if I'm a Bucks fan because the offensive line, even though it's not really fun to talk about, is so important that this is a big problem for them, I think. I do agree that Brady can read defenses faster than anybody else in the National Football League, and because of that, he typically gets the, bo- the ball out in record time. And so... From that perspective, you're not so worried about having the best line in the league up in front of him. However, when you're talking about a quarterback who's 45 years old and a quarterback who, like you said, not particularly known for his mobility, I think it's a genuine concern past a certain point. And I think now we've reached past that certain point. Like when it was just Ryan Jensen, I was like, okay, you know, I mean, obviously a huge loss. He's the anchor of that line in the middle of that line, but sure. He'll be back, you know, a few games into the regular season probably. And they'll be able to get things going here. But now at this point with all the losses on that line, and then you said like worth stealing with the injuries as well, even though he's still out there, I feel like this could actually be a legitimate problem. And yes, this idea that Brady is Brady. So he can just go ahead and get the ball out as a good one, except for the times that he doesn't. And then he's getting hit and he's getting hit at 45 years old. I know it's never been this massive problem for Brady in the past. He's 45 years old or young, 45 years young, (laughs) I should say, Drew. Uh, And he's like a fine wine, that Tom Brady. But I don't know if his bones are like a fine wine, (laughs) right? I don't know if all the TB12 protein powder has shored up the bones the same way as when he would take hits when he was 25. And for any older quarterback, you have to worry about the injuries. I mean, heck, for any quarterback, period, you have to worry about injuries. But particularly for older quarterbacks, older players generally, you're just worried about the injuries and the injuries piling up. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the, the squirrel costume he was wearing on Mass Singer to protect him anymore. <laughs> uh, which which leads me to my question for you, Amber. Is a squirrel the best costume Tom Brady could wear? If he wore a goat costume, would that be too that, obvious? No, that's the, that's the one. I mean, it's on the nose, yeah. but it's the one. I do think you'd have to wait until like later in the season, though, to have the goat. No, wait, it's one costume the whole season, right, on Mass Singer? I, I think. To be honest, it's not an ESPN show, so I don't watch it. Oh, I of only course, because you ESPN, only watch ABC. our programming. Yes, well, and Disney. Man. You could watch that's Disney right. programming. We'll allow that's it. Right. Uh, no, that's that's very company man of you and mm. very smart if the bosses are listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, w- I do think that the goat would be too obvious. Like yes. it would be the good one, but you're right. If it's the entire season, if somebody comes out in a goat costume this season, I'm asking, or we're all going to go, okay, now we know where <laughs> Tom was. 
even if yeah. he's on the show for the entire season. Maybe it could be a pirate. Maybe it could be a pirate because I feel like a pirate has probably been on the show already. I mean, that's a pretty popular Halloween costume. It's not too Is that obvious. Like a buccaneer, roughly. Yeah, I feel right. like it's a little too close it's, to home. But he not, needs to just come out of left field with something that none of us would ever expect. Right, right, but. I think a goat is way too obvious. I'm with you on that. But a pirate, maybe. I think you get away with that. Like, really, masked singer fans and diehard NFL fans who would make the connection between pirates and bucks. I don't know if that Venn diagram has a whole lot of overlap. So <laughs> maybe the fans of Mass Singer wouldn't realize that that it's a pirate-buck crossover for Tom Brady. Uh, but all that being in the past now until that show actually airs, I think it's a huge issue for Tampa Bay. Um, especially when you consider the teams that they're going to be competing with for NFC supremacy, especially the Rams. I mean, that's really the team that they have to get through because it's a team that just won the Super Bowl. That They had the highest pass rush win rate of any team last year. That's according to the geniuses at ESPN Stats and Info. And it makes a whole lot of sense. They had Von Miller. Obviously, Aaron Donald is back. For them to get through the Rams, they need that offensive line to be much more solid than it is right now. So it's a problem. I need you to know go where back. your bread is. Real quick, Evan. He knows where his bread is buttered, man. Uh, the geniuses at ESPN yes. Stats and Info. I only watch ESPN mm-hmm. programming. Yeah. Drew Carter understands oh, yeah. how this game is played at a very early age. Yeah. Evan, what's up? I need to go back to the mass Singer. You yeah. said a pirate. Is that a Buccaneer pirate or a Raider pirate? Because we did see the Dana White story Ooh. that maybe he was interested in the Raiders. So, so will he try to throw people off by coming out as a Raider pirate or the other question is does he just come out as a Patriot well see that that one might be a little too on the nose <laughs> I feel like see or this- Wolverine little throwback to Michigan here's the okay. thing if the mass singer is smart this season this upcoming season will have a Patriot a pirate of some sort it'll have a goat as well and mm-hmm. all of those people when they reveal themselves none of them will be Tom Brady uh, be because smart. I think we're all falling for a, a brilliant marketing campaign started on Reddit by probably somebody who works for the Mass Singer although by the way Tom Brady has denied his uh, affiliation there with the Mass Singer coming up next three and out is next including quite possibly Stephen A. Smith's hottest take yet that's saying something that's next this is ESPN radio and the ESPN app you can't miss Canty and Carlin pound for pound the biggest show on ESPN radio When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are coming down the stretch here on Canty and Garland on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Drew Carter, we've been filling in for the guys, hanging out with you today. Give him a follow at Drudel25. You can give me a follow as well. I appreciate you. <laughs> at Amber W Sports. We have had a lot of help on today's show. The Kevin Durant news has frankly dominated the conversation today. And the conversation is that Kevin Durant going nowhere, or at least 
for right now because the Brooklyn Nets basically said, hey, see those four years left on that deal that you just signed? Yeah, that means that you're going to go ahead and play basketball here for quite some time. And apparently Kevin Durant's like, okay. (laughs) And I guess Steve Nash is still going to be the head coach there, and it appears Sean Marks is still going to be the general manager there. So they are going to run it back in Brooklyn, maybe with the addition of Ben Simmons this season. That's dominated the conversation. But we've gotten a lot of NFL talk in, of course. That's what we do here in August on ESPN Radio. We've done some training camp whip-around information. The Patriots offense apparently looks brutal. The report's coming out of training camp. We have had a lot of help unpacking all of that. Jake DeLome stopped by. He discussed the Panthers quarterback situation. Baker Mayfield is now the starter in Carolina. Chris Canty stopped by his own show. Uh, he updated us that things are all good again as the, he heads towards his wedding this weekend. He has smoothed yes. things over with all of his vendors. Basically and so did we, an ad read for a blue plate when he Yes, basically, yeah. basically he smoothed things over <laughs> with the caterer, uh, blue plate, and so now he is good to go. So we wish Chris Canty all the best as he heads towards his wedding. He is hosting Greeny alongside Carlin tomorrow if you miss him, 10 a.m. to noon before Canty scurries off into wedded bliss. Jeff Passan also stopped by. He was very passionate about hot dog straws. Mm-hmm. And if you missed that, uh, you should definitely check it out. I think the ESPN radio account tweeted it out as well as talking to Jeff Passan. And Sarah Kustak stopped by to help us unpack that Kevin Durant and Brooklyn Nets situation. She is with the Yes Network. And now it is time for us to go three and out. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. This is three and out, which means we get to the three stories that we haven't gotten a chance to yet get to today. The three stories that didn't make the rundown. Let's start in college football, Drew. The Ohio State Buckeyes. And I'm saying the. Okay, I'm not. The. No, the (laughs) Ohio State Buckeyes quarterback, C.J. Stroud, consensus favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. But more bets right now have been placed on Alabama Crimson Tide's linebacker, Will Anderson Jr., to win the Heisman. What do you make of that information? Love where the the action is going on Will Anderson. Think the value is great. He's the best player in the country. But I've waited three hours and 50 minutes to get the spiciest take off my chest, the thing I'm most angry about coming into the studio today, Amber. And that's the fact that Bryce Young isn't the favorite for the Heisman. What are we doing here? He should be the Heisman favorite, not C.J. Stroud. Bryce Young won it last year. Alabama's going to be better this year. They lose a bunch of receivers. I get it, but they did that the year before. And then Jamison Williams and John Mechie both ended up being top two round picks. I like Bryce Young to win the Heisman again, and I would take it at 7-2. to two. It's not normally the Alabama quarterback that gets the attention. So maybe that was uh, the shocker there. And so that's maybe why I don't. And obviously people are really high on bracing. I don't know why betters, though, are going after a linebacker. Uh, I, I, He's I, the Terminator. I love it. I wish the Heisman would go to somebody outside of that quarterback position. The Heisman's just basically a quarterback's award. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, sure, every once in a while we get, like, Devontae Smith in there, but it's basically a quarterback's award, and honestly, that frustrates me endlessly. I'm one who thinks that that trophy would be worth a lot more and also be a lot more fun if we gave it to players. Let's give it to a defensive player. Let's get crazy, Heisman voters, because, you know, they play football, too, and they actually matter. Stephen A. Smith, he also matters. 
He was on the Paul Feinbaum show and Paul asked him if he'd ever consider running for president. Here was Stephen A. Smith. When I see some of the things that has transpired, I can honestly tell you, even though that answer would still be no, if people came to me and enough people came to me and said to me, Stephen A., you have a legitimate shot to win the presidency of the United States of America. I would strongly, strongly consider running because I know this much. I know two things would happen. I would know how to act, number one. And number two, I would think about America. It surprises me not at all that Stephen A. Smith would feel like he could be president of the United States. If, in fact, and only if, Drew, they came to him and requested that he... Be president. He's already because the mayor otherwise of Bristol, he wouldn't consider so. it. He's already the I, mayor I, of Bristol. <laughs> I, I just well, first of all, he's. I mean, he's. He might as well. I mean, he's not actually the president of ESPN. But I mean, he might as well be. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, he runs things around here, and he runs things everywhere, and deservedly so because he's, of course, brilliant on first take and every platform that Stephen A. Smith graces. I don't know how he'd be as president of the United States, but I could see it. He's got the suits for it. There'd for be sure. a lot of a lot of hot takes in the State of the Union, more than we've ever seen before. It would be, you know, <laughs> what his his State of the Union address would be certainly the most interesting State of the Union address ever because it would have flair, right? Oh, it would uh, have and flair. and it would have takes, and it, it would be highly opinionated. Uh, the debates would be fun. Mm-hmm. Watching the debates <laughs> yeah. while he's running for president. He's, he is a pro. That would be he a good a time. He is a pro, uh, a pros pro there with Stephen A. Smith. Finally, here, the punt god, Matariza. He won the starting job for the Bills. Josh Allen said that he wants Sariza to be known as the hold god because he doesn't want him on the field punting very often he has done it he has won the job what is your reaction let him kick punt on first down it's the most thrilling play in football the punt on first down is the most thrilling play on football i don't know if the bills would feel the same way about that it'd be the anti-jaguars where they don't even have a kicker just let the punter come out and cook he's kicked punts 80 plus yards at multiple level levels, Amber. San Diego mm-hmm. State in college, and now with the Bills in the preseason, I think it was like 82, 84 yards. Let the guy cook. Uh, am I saying his name right? Is it Ariza or Ariza? Ariza. Ariza. Okay. And, and you I, I, saw, I saw Evan when I said his name shudder yeah, in, the, in the Zoom because he had spelled it out phonetically on my screen, and I just annoy, ignored his phonetics. <laughs> As I often ignore Hell Evan. No. Uh, so sorry about that, <laughs> He's Evan. He's the best uh, player in the NFL. He's the best player in the Ariza NFL. is? You better recognize and say his name right next time. Okay. <laughs> I just thought well, you spelled Rise weird. <laughs> Ariza <laughs> was, of course, the 180th overall pick in the sixth round of the 2022 NFL Draft. Spain and Fitz, they're up next. Check out Canty and Carlin weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.